0: What do you think the world thinks about the mass bandits? And, and yeah, yeah. We're doing this because, turn me down a little bit more. You're not hearing it. In America, we have the idea that the whole world is okay with it. And we're also completely unaware of what is going on in the world. And I want to talk about the book of Revelation tonight. and Let's, let's talk about what's going on. Now, here's why I'm doing it. I'm not, I'm not trying to scare you. But I am going to inform you, if all of this is happening, is this kind of like no big deal? Does this not, do you think that at some point this will affect us? Yeah, yeah it will. So if the whole world is rioting and the new world order has raised its head, why is the church the only people who are screaming, this is a conspiracy theory. And why is it preachers are not talking about it? We're the the only ones, Americans are the only ones that are sitting around going, well, I'm gonna show you another one in a minute, Canada. And the truckers, 100,000, was it 50 or 100,000 trucks? So there's a lot happening in the world and it's being created on purpose. And, and so my question is, the, and I'm not, I'm not going to stand here tonight and tell you that we're in the tribulation, because I don't believe we are in the seven years. But I'm going to give you opinion, we're close. We're very, very close. And I think that we need to quit pretending it isn't happening. Because one of the things that I have a concern for you, this is my concern, because you and I were taught all of our life that this is the way that the Bible was preached on the rapture. We're going to be going to Walmart, we're going to be going to Kmart, we're going to be going to Publix, and then one day the rapture is going to take place, and the next day, that's going to happen, and we won't be here. Now, where did that come from? That, that I'm going to show you in the Bible where it came from. And I'm going to show you where, I, where it's, some of it's speculation, some of it's fact, some of it they just made it up. And I, there's stuff in there that, we're, that, we're, that people are preaching, it's not even in the Bible. You know? And I have studied this for a long time in detail, and you'll see that in a minute, but I've never said much about it because the, the, I don't think the church was ready to hear it until you. Ha- there's a certain amount of you need to see it. I'm, that's just the way it is. If you can't see it, it's like, I don't want to hear it. Lisa's father, years and years ago, started saving gold. Me and Lisa and all the family told him he was nuts. <laughs> and he wasn't. Well, you, you know, I mean, I, we have to go back and go, oh, the old guy wasn't as dumb as I thought he was. And and so he was studying all this stuff going on in the world. And we and, and he said, you know, ain't no reason to vote. It's all rigged. And we're like, Bill, that's just, that's a bunch of junk. Well, I, now when I get to heaven, I got to apologize to him. <laughs> because even I didn't believe until this last election, I didn't know how bad it was. I mean, I I, I was like, Whoo, this is way worse than I thought it was. But now the the new world order is out of the closet. They they're saying. Now this is not uh, Alex, what's his name? Alex Jones. This is not Alex Jones. This is the new world order saying it. They have a 2030 agenda to have the new world order in full bore. Now, if that if if they if they said they're doing it, should we not pay attention. I think we should, because who's running the new world order behind the scenes? Well, Lucifer is. So if you don't believe God, at least believe the devil. I mean, I know that sounds like a funny thing to say, but sometimes if you just take the opposite of what he's saying, you'll have the truth. So sometimes if the devil's getting scared, you should be going, I mean, if he didn't want to go to hell, Now, he's never been to hell, but he's fixing to go, and he's doing all of this to keep it from happening. You and I ought to really start thinking seriously about what's going on in the world, because we got him shook up, and he's smarter than Christians. So where, where am I on this? Here's why I'm doing this. This is why I hesitated, and this is why I'm doing it. There is no, the, the Bible does not teach you that the tribulation is wrath. There's no, there's no way to validate that statement. There's seven years of trouble. And I'm going to show it to you in the Bible. But only the last seal is wrath. And then you get into the trumpets, which is, which is a nuclear war. Does anybody wonder whether there's going to be one? No. Just hit yourself in the head if you don't believe there's going to be one. Because you've got idiots that are running around angry at each other and they got the ability to shoot at each other and, and then we got a bunch of people that think dying will get them to heaven and that's a bad scenario. So we've met, you know, most people when they shoot at you, they want to live. You have people that want, that want to die because they think it get some virgins Anyway. Can't get one any other way. You can die and get you one anyway. People think charismatics are crazy. Anyway, so there's a lot of speculation, and so this doctrine of the of the rapture, and and uh, there is a rapture, and I'm going to show you where I think it is. So I'm, I'm going to tell you when I say this is my opinion. Pff, that means I'm I, all my study, and I but I could change. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I, I kind of think I have some ideas, but anyway, I don't really know. So, so this idea of the rapture started about 150 years ago. There is no record from the apostles forward of a teaching on the rapture. There isn't one. It doesn't exist. Not until England in 18 and something or another. I got it written down someplace. Um, and I, and I may find it. I want you to go, to, go to Revelation chapter 4. And I'm going to try to see how much I can get through. Because what I want you to do is I want you to prepare. Why? Well, I've been pastoring over 30-something years. Here is the th- reason people quit. They quit living for God. They quit marriages. They quit jobs. They don't, they, the, no one ever told them, when you get married, there's going to be trouble, guys. And, and they, I mean, you know, you watch Hallmark and you watch Cinderella and you watch all these movies and then you're ready and you think I'm ready to get married. I go, you're not ready. And they sit in my office and they have this goo goo look on their face. And I go, okay, go ahead and get married. And would you come back in a month? Or two, yeah, I mean just give them time to just, but but is that fair, is that fair? And the church today, American church is in la la, we're in la la la, la 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 la, we're not paying attention to what's even happening as, and, and I think some people are in flat out denial, denial is not a river in, in, in Africa. So I'm going to show you where the teaching came from. I'm going to show you what the Bible actually says about some things and let you start praying about what to do and how to handle life, okay? So in the book of Revelation, chapter 4, verse 1, you're going to notice that is right after the red. What that means is that the red is Jesus talking to the churches And then we get into chapter 4, verse 1. After these things I looked, and behold, a door standing open in heaven, and the first voice which I heard was like a trumpet speaking and said, Come up here. That is and has been since I was around the teaching of the rapture. And I'm looking at it going... I think Jesus just told John to come up here. Let me use a word here. You cannot take a uh, a type and a shadow and turn it into a doctrine. We know that Jesus David was a type of Jesus and therefore now we know that Jesus committed adultery with Bathsheba, I mean with Mary Magdalene because David, see you you're crazy. You can't take a type and shadow and create a doctrine out of it. This is a type and shadow. You you can't make a doctrine out of that. Now we, we, I come from a camp called Word. I'm wondering if anyone in it's ever read the Bible, because they're still off in la la. And and I I don't want to, I don't I don't want to. I do want to. Um, Always be so different, but when I'm right, I think it's okay, because later you're going to look back and go, I think he was right. Okay. And I've had the Lord shown me many, many things, and I just never told anybody. Because, you know, I'm just like the, I mean, am I the only one out here even reads this book? Anyway, let me finish reading it. I'm going to show you things that must come after this. And immediately I was in the spirit and a throne was in heaven. And one sat on the throne. He said it was like a jasper's go. And 20 elders and from the throne, verse 5, proceeded lightnings and thunders. And before the throne there was a sea of glass. And now they say the sea of glass is people. I think it's a sea of glass. That's what I think it is. So now why do they teach that? Why do they teach that? Because of the teaching that God has not appointed us to wrath. Okay, I can, I'm going to show you that in First Thessalonians in a minute. But who said the tribulation was wrath? There is nothing to substantiate that the tribulation is wrath. The tribulation period is not God pouring his wrath on the earth. It is trouble that men are doing. It's not God at all. And I'm going to show you because one day I went looking for the word wrath in the book of Revelation. I didn't find it until the sixth seal. And at that time, I found what appears as a rapture. Now, am I right? I, I, I'm going to be growing a garden soon, no matter what. Okay, I'm just, squirrels do it. I mean, they, they get food. And that doesn't you know, squirrels are not out of faith. <laughs> and since all the truckers are in Canada, maybe we ought to start thinking of it. See, we're we're seeing too much and going. I'm gonna tell you where I this started in my soul. Have you ever looked at something and wished you had bought it before today? Yes. Yeah, like land and a house. I remember there was a house in Errol Estates for $150,000, and I thought, oh, that's too much money. Wait till it comes down. Well, yeah, and I'm going, oh, Daryl, you really should have bought that house. You'd imagine how much money you could have turned with that. I mean, I, I had 150000 but I'm conserving it. Well, it, it's, it's not worth one hundred fifty dollars anymore. Yeah. My one hundred fifty is not worth but seventy five, and that house is worth a half a million. And I'm looking back going, can I go back in time and I don't want to do that now. I don't want to be so stupid. I go, you know, I had thought about growing a garden, but God, I didn't want to appear stupid. Well, since I'd like to eat good food, will not we just do it anyway? All right, just another thought. All right. Uh, the church has the idea that the rapture is going to deliver us from trouble. Um, I can't find that in the Bible. Think about what I just said. Why, if, if the rapture delivers us from trouble, does God not owe the church in Iraq and China a, a, an apology? Does he not owe the apostles who died for their faith an apology because Americans don't like trouble? Now, here's another question. It's just a question. It's a good one, but it's a question. Why is he pulling the church out when the greatest harvest is going around because you're afraid? That's never, you're, you're, people dying has never bothered God. I don't know, if you, I, don't know I read. I, read and he, I mean, Jesus is sitting around going, Peter, let me tell you how you're going to die. They're going to nail you upside down on the cross. And it didn't seem to bother Jesus at all. Book of Revelation, he says, oh, they're, they're going to take some of you and throw you in prison. They're going to torture you and kill you, and they're going to rip you up with lions. But you'll be seeing me in about a week. And I'll, you know, I mean, it, it doesn't bother him at all. But boy, it bothers us. I mean, some people say, "I want a rapture." Death is rapture. What do you think happens to you when you die? You leave okay i i'm I'm being brutal, but I'm trying to get us out of this mindset that maybe everything is not the way everyone has always said it would be, so I want you to look at uh I don't know why I have this down here thirteen seventeen go to revelation thirteen seventeen, and I'll figure out why oh, I know why go to thirteen seven thirteen seven so there's another teaching that says. From Revelation four on, the church is not mentioned. Well, it isn't, but saints are. I kind of thought that was the people in a church. Okay, and you know, okay. I want to I read it to you. Fourteen six. I saw another angel flying in the midst of heaven, having everlasting gospel to preach. <clears throat> Somebody's nice preaching. Those on the earth, every nation tribe and tongue, saying with a loud voice, Fear God and give him glory, for the hour of his judgment is come, and worship those who are in heaven and sea and springs of water. And another angel followed and said, Babylon's fallen, fallen great day. And a third angel followed and said, Anyone worships the mark of the beast, etc., etc. And in verse 12 it says, Here's the patience of the saints. I uh, thought we were gone. Well, y'all are quiet. In in the book of Daniel, and and I don't know whether I'm going to take the time to go over there. And let me just um, fourteen twelve gives you the same thing again. The book of Daniel. Well, let's get in the book of Daniel in a minute. Um, go back to fourteen. Um, the book of Daniel talks about the 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 saints making war with the Antichrist. So so here is how the the people say that. Is happening. The Gentile church is gone, but the Jews, because they screwed up, God's leaving them. So if you're Jewish, take the church when we leave and um, tell us how it went. And I think that might be a little bit that the Jews are now going to preach the gospel because we don't want to be here during trouble. So, so and, I, and I, don't, I have a hard time buying that one two. So, so what is going on now? Let me read this 14, 9, 14, 9. And a third angel followed and said with a loud voice, if anyone worships the beast and image and receives the mark in his forehead or in his hand and drinks of the wine of the wrath of God. Now he's talking about the mark of the beast. Everybody here knows about the mark of the beast, but right now. In, in countries all over the world. And, and what you saw was because there, there's no longer about COVID, you're not allowed to buy or sell without the vaccine. And I'm going, <laughs> and people are going, yes, you think that's the mark? I don't think it is. But I think it is a precursor to get you ready that you're not going to eat if you don't take the mark. But now you've got to work, you've got to see. Now what is the New World Order? What is it? What is it? It's a group of people who got together and said the world is screwed up. And they're going to save the planet. That's where that's where the green, that's where the green thing came in. We're going to save the planet. People, people are screwing it up. And especially low-life people. Now they they believe this. Mexicans, blacks, Puerto Ricans. Rednecks, let's, just get, them, let's just, just get rid of them off, let's get them off the planet. It, Iraq, Iran, these people a bunch of idiots, just get them off the planet. And, they, and in their manifesto, they say it. But we're kind of like, okay. So the idea is to eliminate a, a, the, the junk and create a one-world government, a one-world military, a one-world currency a one-world religion, which the Pope right now is full bore. He 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 is the false prophet. My opinion, we'll find out. So so if if they're doing that now, should we not be paying a little more attention to what's going on? Because they said it will be full bore 2030. Now 2029 is exactly 2000 years from the time Jesus rose from the dead. That's exactly the 2000-year window that God gave to man, 6 days, and the millennial is the 7th day. The 7th day begins 2029. Or now, do we know that for an exact fact? Well, there's the Jewish calendar and then there's a Gentile calendar, Gregorian calendar. And the days are, are a little off. And that's why we go, I'm not quite sure if it's going to be Wednesday or Saturday. Or September or October 1st. There's, there's, there's discrepancies in the calendar. And because of that, there's a lot of stuff. Unless And I've sat and watched the videos where they've gone back and, and took, taken the, the Jewish calendar and came with the day Jesus was born dead on the money. And and the day of uh, the the return of Jesus. We also believe. I also believe that the return of Jesus will be in the fall feast. That's where the trumpets, the the trumpet feast. and I believe that's what he's talking about. Okay, or am I getting too far ahead of you? Okay, go to First Thessalonians four thirteen. Go back. Let's go backwards now. If I, if you look scared, I'm going to close my eyes and keep preaching. <laughs> 1 Thessalonians 4, 13. It says, but I don't want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep. Why does he say fall asleep? Because because Jesus never used the word die because he said, if you leave me, you'll never die. So he used the word fall asleep because as far as he's concerned, your body goes plop and you leave. All right. Lest you sorrow as others who have no hope. So the point here is not about missing the rapture, I mean missing trouble. The point is the hope that Jesus is coming back and will be with him. That's the point. That's what you're supposed to be comforted in is that we will see him soon. And the whole world will look like Disney. Even your yard. Okay. For if we believe Jesus died and rose in the dead, even so God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. And this I say to the word of the Lord, that those who are alive and remain in the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who fall asleep. The Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout and the voice of an archangel and the trump of God. That's why I believe it's in the fall feast, because that's the feast of trumpets. I just think that's it. Okay. Everybody else does too. And the dead in Christ will rise first. That means the Catholics and Baptists are going before you are, but it's okay. It'll be all right. And those who are alive and remain will be caught up. Now, underline the word caught up. That's the word rapture. That's rapture. But it's the only place in the whole Bible the word rapture is mentioned. It, all it says is that you're going to be caught up off of the earth to be with the Lord. And, and thank you, Jesus, we're going to be gone. To meet the, the clouds in the, in the air, and thus will always be the Lord. Comfort one or another with these words. He didn't say anything about comfort you with you're going to miss trouble. He just said comfort that he's coming to get you. Amen. Does that make sense? You can't, you can't start adding what your opinion on top. Just read it. Okay. Now concerning the times and seasons, brethren, you have no need I would write you yourselves. No, perfectly. He, he, you're not supposed to be ignorant of the times. Paul knew. Why can't you know? We know. You can know. See, those who walk in light know. People walk in darkness, they don't know. You're supposed to know. The day of the Lord comes the thief in the night. When I say peace and safety, sudden destruction comes. I'm going to give you an opinion. I'm going to give you an opinion. There, there will be a war. I, I'm, this is an opinion. The Ezekiel 38 war will take place seven years before the Armageddon war. And that war will cause the Jews to go, God we're tired of fighting. Somebody sign a dead burn peace treaty. And I think they'll come down to Israel and I think they'll sign a peace treaty. And I think that is the kickoff to the seven years. And in the middle of three and a half, the Antichrist is going to stand in the temple mount. There's no temple now. They'll either build one or they're going to go to the, 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 the Muslim one. Because it says holy site. It doesn't say temple. But, but, but again, I don't know enough he, um, Hebrew and Greek to know. So I'm, I'm, I I don't know. But he is going to commit the abomination of the desolation spoken of by the prophet Daniel, which means he's going to sacrifice a pig in the Temple Mount. And because he has a peace treaty for seven years, why a peace treaty for seven years? Why not eight, nine? I, I, I have no idea why. Okay. But in the middle of, of, the, of the three and a half years, three and a half years, middle of it, he's going to sign a peace treaty and he's going to stand up and say, I'm God. That is when it shifts from tribulation to great tribulation. Right. and Jesus said, if you're, in, if you're in Jerusalem, get out of dodge, because there will be trouble like there has never been. All right. Well, y'all are exciting just sitting there okay. So I believe I believe that is what that's talking. When they say peace and safety, they're going to go. Whew, thank you, Jesus. There's no more trouble. Sudden destruction comes on them and labor pains upon a pregnant woman. Now, he, he's, he's using the labor pains again, which Jesus said labor pains. And does it not look appear to you like labor pains going on right now? So let me give you another one that you, you won't like, but, you know, let's just suck it up. When a woman's in, having labor pains, the, you know, and I remember watching Lisa, she'd be walking around and she'd stop and go, well, she's not having a baby, but it's close. Yeah. Now, I know this. The next one will be a little worse. And then the next one. And then I, and then I watched her with a watch. Well, these are five minutes apart. And I'm going, okay. What that means, don't go out to eat. Don't go to Walmart. Don't go to Red don't, don't Don't go on vacation. You're going to be home tonight. And I got to tell you all this, and I, some of y'all are going to think we're crazy. I delivered two of the three boys. I got a book, a hippie book on spiritual midwifery, and I read it, and I delivered the babies, and Lisa was telling me what to do and hollering and screaming, and I almost got in a divorce while I was, Justin was being born, because I'm reading the book to her and telling her she can't be having a baby because the book says, and a head pops out, and what she said was not Christian. And it was like, (laughs) so I delivered Justin, and then the midwife wasn't there because we didn't call her because I told her it wasn't coming, and I've been forgiven. And um, the next one we got the midwife there, I mean, she has a labor pain. I go, get over here right now, get (laughs) him. You know, you're going to start thinking I'm a Catholic because I'm telling you all my sins, hoping that you'll forgive me too. But anyway, 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 um, so I got to at least watch, so I say this to Lisa all the time. She gets mad. I say, I know all about babies. I said, I read the book. She said, you don't know nothing about no baby. Okay, all the women of greed. I don't know nothing about birth no baby. But I did watch her. And I noticed that the pains got closer and stronger. Do we think, do y'all think it's going to happen now? I do. And I want you to understand what we're seeing. There's going to be ebbs and tides. We're going like, we're, we're like now going, Whoo, man, that's over. It's not. That's why I'm preaching tonight. It's not over. It's not over till Jesus gets here. And we have the great joy of being here and, and we are the army of God. We're full of God. The greater one lives on the inside of us. The, the Holy Ghost in Jesus defeated every problem he ran into. And we, and now I'm getting into my sermon after Mark leaves. So hold on a minute. But the Holy Ghost in us. And so we are well able to handle this time. But you can't run around pretending it isn't here. Okay. I know there's people going, I don't like living now. What do you want me to say? I don't either. I have friends that are going, wasn't it nice in the 50s? Yes, it was. Shut up. What, what's that have to do with the price in tea in China now? I mean, we're not in the 50s. And I did get tired of tuning up my car about every three months. Because you know, I mean, it's never mind. The new motors really, really are a lot better. I don't even do nothing with that thing; just crank it up and drive it anyway. Okay, I'm I I I'm off of course. All right, I gotta I gotta read this. Where Where did I stop? Three five three. Go to go down go down to verse eight. But let those who are of the day be sober. Put on the breastplate of faith and love as a helmet. For God did not appoint you to wrath, but to obtain salvation through the Lord Jesus Christ. There's the scripture that everybody uses. He hadn't appointed you to wrath. Now, understand this. I agree. He has not appointed us to wrath. Okay. All right. Let me see where we're going to go now. 16. All right. I did that. Revelation 6:16. 6, Go to Revelation 6:16 6, now. 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 <laughs> in, in hopefully tonight, I think we can do this. We're going to get into the seals. We need to, because we're going to see them. But now, the, now let me just go over them a little briefly. The first seal, I saw a lamb. Let's just go read Revelation 6.1. Let's go. I saw the lamb open one of the seals and heard one of the living creatures said with a voice and thunder, come and see. And behold, a white horse and those that had a bow, which is deception, and a crown. What is the word corona? It's It's a crown. Now, now, I'm speculating could could it, could it be? It seems to be huge, right? And the guy has a white coat, which is a doctor. And it's deception. So even if it's not, wow. I, I mean, I'm 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 not sitting here being dogmatic, but I'm like okay, we're here. All right. Maybe not, but but maybe close. I don't know. Number two, I'd open the second seal, and I heard a second living creature said, come and see, and a red horse, which would be Russia, on the border of Ukraine came to take peace and to kill everybody. Like, okay, well, maybe that's speculation. Maybe. But the next one is going to be war. Um, does anybody have thought lately about Biden and his stance on war? And, and we're going to get in another one in a moment. You're, okay. And, 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 well, we well, we got Russia, Ukraine. We've got Iraq. And, I mean, Iran and Israel. And Israel's already said, we're going to blow you off the map soon. And they're, re- they're, they're gearing up now. And there's boats all through the Mediterranean and everything getting ready for that one. And then China, after the Olympics, has said, we're going to go get Taiwan. And they're all serious. And then there's this little kid up in North Korea who's like, can I play with my rockets now? And I'm reading Second Seal is war, and people are going, ah, "That's about 50 years from now." And I'm going, "I didn't think Mary Frances is going to be in spring." Just a thought. But if there's going to be an Ezekiel 38 war before the seven year period, and we're in a Shemitah year, that means the end of a seven seven sevens of years ends. September of this year that is huge because because that means that we 're either that 's the beginning of, an, of a seven year period or we 've got another fifty i don 't think we got fifty i 'm just my opinion okay so i 'm looking and going. I think things are getting pretty close. All right. Verse five. I open the third seal. A black horse and a pair of scales. Because the truckers aren't working anymore. A voice in the midst says, "A, a quart of wheat for a Denarius. A quart of barley for a Denarius. A denarius is a day's wages." Now I'm going to say something to you now, and 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 again, just. This is for you to pray. Our government has given out to other nations in the last four years, several years, $100 trillion without your permission or anyone else's. Our wonderful government. Do you understand what kind of an income tax you'd have to have to even begin to pay that back? Can't. Be done. Being done on purpose to destroy the economy and your money, to take us to a digital currency, which they say will not be Bitcoin, but it'll be a federal currency that they can come up with how much is in your checkbook and they can control it. Now, here's the way they're going to say it Wouldn't it be wonderful if you didn't have money, people couldn't steal? Yes, that's good, except for the biggest crook on the planet is in the White House. That's right. Now, Walmart has already set up, this has been going on for years, that you can walk in and grab something off the shelf and walk out the door. And the computer will scan it and take it out of your checkbook. Whoa. You don't even need checkout lines. Now, there, all of that's been, see, when it went when it went from gas registers to, you know, the, a bleep, and a bleep, and a bleep, and a bleep, Now the next thing is to put the chip in you, on you, and then when you come walking into Walmart, it goes, bloop. Daryl's here. And then I pick up a box of uh, toilet paper and I walk out and it goes, and it scans it, bloop bloop, and my checkbook says $427 for a roll of toilet paper. (laughs) (laughs) That's... They're already, right now, Walmart already has the system in place to where when the trucks come in the back door, it does it. They just hadn't dumped it on you yet. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. How serious do you think the New World Order is? They're real serious. And we're sort of thinking that they're all a bunch of Christians in this. They're not. Okay, pale horse. Pale horse is a green horse pale. They didn't know what to do with pale. They didn't know what to do with cl- the words chlorus, cl- chloroform, which, which is the stuff that comes out of the trees when the trees go from green to brown in the fall. And Lisa wants the chloroform to come out down the roots so she can go to Tennessee. But the word there is chlorus, And when they wrote the, the book of Revelation, they said, eh, that's stupid. There's no such thing as a green horse. But I think he's talking about Islam because that's er- all their flags. Everything's green. Everything's green. That's, that's an Islamic color, green. A pale horse, and the name was death, and hell followed him, and power was given him over fourth of the earth. That's the only scripture I'm going, thank God, that's all over there. <laughs> okay, so I, th- I do believe that is them raising Cain. Then the fifth seal is the altar of souls who are slain for the word of God and testimony that he holds. Now, you have this idea that that's going to be in America. Could be, may not be. Here's a little ray of hope. And I know y'all want a ray of hope right now. Pray Trump gets back in office. Yeah. Because there will be martyrs. But the rest of the world does not have a constitution. The rest of the world. The America is the one place. we Finally. People stood up. And said we're not doing this anymore. And. And so I I just think there's enough Christians in this nation, and I think there's enough. And I think that when it says that he makes war with the saints, I I think we give him heck all the way up until the last minute. And I think that we overcome him by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. It says we do. And And I think that there's hope for us as a church, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Now, there's other countries And we have a guy in here, uh, Sean and his lovely wife, came out of uh, Cambodia. And the Chinese took over Cambodia. And as a young man, he got to see communism up close. And he has this look in his face when you mention communism and Chinese. And 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 it's kind of like, not on my watch, right? (laughs) So he's seen it firsthand and it's not pretty okay so so anyway um having said all of that before i get into the next one i don't know how you're going to make it if you're not prayed up and full of the holy ghost god has trained us but it's not a time to lay back and go Sera, sera. I I think there needs to be a seriousness hit us, the where we're working together and praying for one another and, and moving together as a unit and, and ready for Jesus to return. Now let's go to, um, not six twelve. The, the seal, the the sixth seal, and I opened the sixth seal and there was a great earthquake and the sun. I don't think I think this is natural. Uh, the moon became dark, the stars of heaven fell, the earth like etc. etc. I think there's really a huge earthquake in the earth. Verse 15, the kings of the earth, the great men, rich men, commanders and mighty men everywhere, free men, hid themselves in caves and rocks and said to the mountains, fall on us and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne for the wrath of the Lamb for the great day of his wrath has come. That is the first place in the book of Revelation we hear the word wrath. And, and I don't think it's in the sixth seal, but I think when you, when you read the next one, it's going to be talking about Israel. And then verse nine, seven, nine, after these things I looked and behold a multitude which no one could number of all nations, people, tongues standing before the throne, before the lamb clothed in white robes, palm branches in her hands, crying with a loud voice, salvation belongs to the Lord our God. And the angels stood around the throne and the elders and the four living creatures fell on their faces on the throne to worship God and said, amen, blessed, glory, and wisdom, and et cetera, said to Verse 13, and one of the elders answered and said, who are these arrayed in white robes and where do they come from? All of a the sudden there is a huge group of people in heaven. Now remember he said, now let's, let's go over a little bit of Bible history. What day Did the wrath fall on Sodom and Gomorrah? Wasn't it the day Lot left? Okay. What day did the wrath of God on the rain? What day did the boat go up? The day the rain came down. Okay. I, I just, now he says, now he gave us, all of these illustrations in the Bible, and I don't think he gave them to us, and, and it's going to be a seven-year period between them. Yeah. I think, now, I got a book years ago by Jack Hafer, and its a whole book is said, I don't believe in pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib. I believe in pre rath yeah. And he wrote the book, and I, picked, I read it, and I went, I think this guy's on, I think he's on to this. Because during this time period right here, and then then we got the one at the later on with the saints, so I'm kind of going, well, where'd all these people come from? And I'm just going to tell you, I don't have any idea. There's a lot of stuff that's still kind of cloudy, and we see through a glass darkly. But um, then chapter eight, verse one, and he opened a seventh seal, and there was silence in heaven and seven trumpets. And in verse 7, it's vegetation. In verse 8, seas were struck. Nine, a third of people died in the sea. Ten, a uh, star fell from heaven, which is probably a P-O-P-H-I-S. That star they said is going to hit in 2029. Um, um, a third of the ships in the ocean were destroyed. That's a nuclear war. That's all that's all that is. It's it's a nuclear war. How long does it last? So here's another supposition I have. You ready for a supposition? Just a the the time of the seals is probably yearly. First seal one year, second seal another year, third year another year. But by the time we get down to the trumpets, it's probably over the period of a one year. Then when you get to the bowls, I think it's a few days. And that's the only way I can reconcile what I'm reading is that there's a time period when the last week of the seven-year period where you you remember when Jesus came, died on the cross, rose from the dead, then Pentecost was later, like 50 days. There's a time period in there that all of this happens in. Could it be the rapture takes place at the beginning and the wrath takes place the last 30 days? Could be, could be, could be. Now, you're not scared, are you? Okay, don't, yeah, don't get scared. Because we need to remember that he said, he who dwells in a secret place to the most high will abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I, we, we've got to understand he taught us the word to be a witness during this time, not to hide in our house. Okay, Rodney Howard Brown, God bless him. He said he's growing food to feed Florida. Well, I'm going to sign up for the program. Bring me some food, okay? Um, I may not tr- trust him totally, but you know we we got to get a trucker over there. Okay, go to go to Daniel chapter 12 now. Are y'all good? Okay. So the other night I asked the whole Bible school, "Should I do this?" And everyone of them said yes. So if you don't like it, blame them. If you do, then blame me. So Daniel 12. And, and here are keys that I have found over time. And I, I want to show you they're in. I want you to see they're in the Bible. And this is the book of Daniel talking about the, the, the end times. Um, verse chapter 11 is talking about the Antichrist. Um, uh, but let's go to chapter 12, verse 1. At that time, Michael shall stand up. Now, this is the seven-year Tribulation period, this seven years of Jewish time. The great prince who stands watch over the sons of your people. Underline that in your Bible, your people. So he is making a reference to the Jews only. Now this is a time of trouble for the Jews. And there will be a time of trouble. Now this is the seven year period. Such as never been since there was a nation... Even to the time, and at that time, your people shall be delivered, everyone found written in the book. That's the rapture. Okay. Many of those who sleep in the dust and the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, some to shame, some to everlasting contempt. Those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the firmament, and those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and forever. Now, we know that the gospel is going to be being preached. Now, the, in, the, I'm going to show you, there are several scriptures like this that I read, and it lends that it could be the Gentile church leaves and the Jews take over the gospel. It, it could, because the book of Daniel, God makes a lot of references Daniel, your people. And I'm going, I'll leave. Right, so do I know? No, but I, you know I'm kind of not sticking my head in the dirt. Based on one scripture that I'm kind of half sure about. Are y'all okay? Now look at this next one. But you, Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book until the time of the end. Now you know the reason why nobody's ever figured this out. Everybody who's preached on it's gotten it wrong. Everybody, because it was sealed. Until this time, because, you, now go back and read, I mean, I don't know how many of us we got some older people here. And we don't have any old people in here. But we have older people in here. And I'm an older person. But you, but you know, there was, there was a time nobody ever gave China thought. But China's the dragon. And they never gave the leopard thought. That's Germany. And they never gave the eagle thought, that's Europe. Are y'all out there? Yeah, and and, and and you know, no one ever talked about Iraq and Iran because in 1950, all that was going over there was a few camels running around. There was nothing happening. And And these men got up and preached that the you know the European Union is going to kick over and make everybody they can't buy or sell and and, and etc. And, and that's all they that's all they knew but they didn't they did not have any idea they, nobody ever in all of the people who preached have you ever heard anyone mention pandemic in all of the prophecies they're not no one said it you know why they didn't know it God said seal the book. Now the book is not sealed. It's been opened. We're we're watching videos and going, Shundi. The it's been unsealed. Okay. Look at twelve nine, and he said, Go your way, Daniel, for the words are closed, and sealed. Until the time of the end. Verse 11, many will be purified, made white, and refined, but the wicked will do wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand, but the wise shall understand. Say, I'm wise. I'm wise. That's right. Okay. Now let's see something. Let's go. Daniel 7. Go backwards. 7. Now, I'm just going to read a few scriptures, write them down if you want to, but verse 18, the saints of the most high shall receive the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever and forever. That's Jesus returning. Verse 21, I was watching in the same horn, that's the Antichrist, making war against the saints and prevailing against them until the ancient of days came and judgment was made in favor of the saints, and that's at the rapture verse 27 the kingdom and dominion and the greatness and kingdom under the whole heaven shall be given to the people and the saints of the most high his kingdom everlasting kingdom so i'm trying to show you that there's a lot of talk here about saints and again again let me say this again to you is that is that jewish saints could be is it us could be could be all right one more One more so that you'll know where I'm finding all this information. Daniel chapter 9. Daniel is praying here in verse 23. At the beginning of your supplication, the command went out. And I have to tell you, for you're greatly beloved. Therefore, consider the matter and understand the vision. Seventy weeks are determined for who? Your people. Jews. Jews. So if you read this and I'm not going to do it, verse 26, after 62 weeks, Messiah will be cut off. Now, let me make a statement to y'all that many of you don't know. There were men, rabbis, who studied this out, and they knew the date Messiah would come. That's how Hannah knew. That's how people There were people in Israel who knew the Messiah would be there soon. Because Daniel told them exactly the day. Was there, was there any reason for ignorance? There was not. But after 62 weeks, he'd be cut off. Messiah be cut off, but not for himself. And the people, the princes to come, shall destroy the city. And the end shall be with the flood till the war. In verse 27, he, this is Antichrist, shall confirm a covenant with many for a week. All right. I, I think the next thing we need to keep our eyes on is this. Go to Matthew uh, Twenty-four. I'm looking at my clock up there. Matthew twenty-four. I'm gonna give you a supposition. Uh, it's, it's my opinion. I'm I'm watching for the new world order to make a peace treaty, which will take land from Israel and make a Palestinian state. And when it happens, you look on your calendar and go, tick tick tick. An opinion. Uh, the way I'm reading this, and I'm going to go back here and say this: I've never preached on this. I preached on it a little bit because I watch y'all, and y'all look like you're scared, so I quit. <laughs> but the but about a, a month ago, uh, I was um, I was in my room praying over this subject, and the Spirit of God said, "Study shmitas." I I, I heard. Um, what's the prophet, uh, not, not Billy Brim, but Jonathan Kahn had mentioned Shemitah. Up until then, I never, knew, I never heard the word Shemitah. I didn't know what it was. And, and the Spirit of God said, said Shemitah. And I went, what's a Shemitah? What? And it stayed with me. It wouldn't leave me. So I went, I got my iPad out, I got my little pad out, and I studied, looked up Shemitah, and, and I came up on Billy Brim preaching at Mac Church. And she said to Matt, can I preach what God showed me? He said, Billy Brim, go. You know, just preach. So she started talking about the Shemitah, and that's where I learned about, see, I had had known for years that 2029 was the date, the date. And I knew that seven years before that could be the date until until Billy Brim got up and started talking about a Shemitah, and we are in a Shemitah year right this minute. We're in the, this is, Jesus started his ministry when he walked into his church and opened up to Isaiah 61 and he talked about the year of Jubilee, which is the 50th year after seven sevens, which is a Shemitah year. Do you all understand that? Okay. All Jewish time is divided up into 50 years, 50 years, 50 years. Everything God's ever done in Israel, 1948, 1967, always on a Jewish holiday. Always on the Jewish calendar, always. If you want to understand what Jesus is doing, you've got to set a Jewish calendar, not our calendar. Our calendar don't mean squat. And, and, and when it happens, um, all wars broke out on a Jewish calendar. All World War I, World War II. Because Satan starts them and all, all of it has to do with the Jewish calendar. So he said, if you want to understand the end times, look at the fig tree, which is Israel. And we haven't been looking at it, so we've been looking at America. We don't, have, we don't know nothing. And so I, I did this chart. Um, you can look at it later. But 2021, 2022 is a Shemitah year. And it, and, and it looks to me like Jewish time starts. Supposition. But it's my opinion. If I'm wrong, we'll all get to heaven one day and you'll go. You'll either go, you were right or you were wrong, and I won't care. Right. <laughs> I'm not doing this to be, but, but here's, why I'm, here's one thing I'm doing. The Lord dealt with me years and years ago. He said, study it and don't open a book. Wow. And the only book I read was later when I got a hold of Jack Haverett's book one day. On, on, the, on the pre-wrath, that, that one book. But I've studied all of this without any other source ever except for the day I opened up and listened to Billy Brim. And that's why I went after it. And I went through my Bible trying to find the doctrine. And I'm going, I don't, I don't see it. I'm studying this like crazy. And I'm, t- and I'm reading stuff that no one has ever said anything about and they're not talking about it. Well, you know, the rapture is going to take place. We're out of here. Tribulation's going to start. Probably be Barack Obama. And uh, we're going to be up in heaven eating, eating uh, you know, cornbread and lamb chops. And then we're going to come back on riding on white horses. And, and we're going to take riding lessons. And we're going to come back on ruling reign with Jesus. And that's pretty, and I'm thinking, well, that's pretty shallow. Right now, the biggest thing in the earth is the harvest. And it doesn't seem like we really have ever, who cares? <laughs> I think God's waking the church up. I think he's he's shaking his church. I'm going to give you another thought. Samson is a type of church. Started off in great power. Delilah is not a type of a harlot. She's a type of the world. And he said, I will arise as I've always arisen. But he did not know the spirit had departed. Because God... Is The Bible says the Holy Spirit is a jealous. He ain't playing up. He ain't playing with the church being worldly and lukewarm. And we're sitting here playing, oh, spirit come, spirit come. He isn't going to until you get right. And I'm not talking about the fact that you're, you are know, don't rob banks and, and, and sleep around. I'm talking about get, get out of in love with the world. And I think this is a wake-up for the church to go, should we get close to God? And I think people are going, yes. And I believe once the church starts getting close to God, you're going to see the Holy Ghost hit the church. This is an opinion. I had a vision. When I got born again, God took me to heaven. And I don't like telling you about it because I start crying I can actually see it while I'm telling you. But he took me to heaven. At the end of my being there, I turned to him and I said, Can I come back? And he said, uh, Every time you worship me, you're back. And in other words, but then one day in the, in the shopping center, I had a vision and I saw this building. And I saw everybody in here flat out on the floor. And it was four o'clock. And the glory was so thick. And the Lord said, everybody in the building will be standing in glory. And they will see what you saw today. You'll actually step over and visit heaven. Now, what will happen then when that anointing lifts and you walk out, everybody you walk by is going to fall out in a power and get healed by the power of God. And a revival is going to break out in this nation and around the world. It won't happen in every church. Ha- God, God's making a division in churches right now. He's, he's, calling, he's telling people, come out of that mess. I don't want to, I'm not dealing with that. That's why there was a prophet said some of the churches are going to be shut down. People went, ah, that. there's churches that are going to be shut down. No, It didn't. There was churches that shut down. Jonathan Shuttlesworth bought a church building and they gave it to him. They just gave it to him. Someone paid, or they paid for it. Someone paid cash for it and gave it to him. There's churches right now that don't exist anymore. Yeah. So let's go back to when I, when I was during the COVID, the Lord said, stay open. Oh, I'm going to tell you, I was scared because yeah. you're going to accuse me of killing people. Well, they're going to tell, I don't say I killed people and I got accused and I'd go back to God and go. What, you want to do it in the parking lot? He goes, nope. See, I want, I want the glory. <laughs> I've never been afraid of trouble. Yeah. Well, afraid of Lisa, but that's a <laughs> She's not really trouble. She's really a blessing. Matthew 24, you ready? Okay, I got, oh, I got one minute. I know some of you are going to want to take this video tonight and show your family, and you should. All of you watching? You need to get born again. Matthew twenty four. Forty four. Therefore you also be ready. For the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Verse forty five. And those who are faithful and wise servant, whom his master made ruler of the household, to give food in due season, blessed is a servant when his master comes, will find him doing. I believe it's time for the church to get faithful. I think it's time for us to take this serious and he's looking for his church to be faithful. And again, the biggest issue in marriage, you, you know, marriages will last if the couples will just stay faithful. You're gonna have trouble, but stay faithful. You, in church, listen to me, you're gonna have trouble. You come in this church, if if Bruce doesn't give you any trouble and Zach doesn't give you trouble, come see me. I'll give you some trouble. You're gonna have trouble, folks. You're gonna have trouble. Stop running from trouble. Stop running every time there's a problem. You get a job and you work there for a week and they give you a little trouble and you leave. Stop it. Grow up. Be faithful. And I don't have time now to get into, but the next two parables, the huge, be faithful. Be, I, when I come back, I want to find you being faithful. And I think it's time for you and I to start thinking, seriously, we're in this time. We were designed for this time. We're ready for it. We're anointed for it. But let's not pretend like it's not. we got time for that last video. You want to play it? we got a, we got a few minutes. The, the youth, they always pray longer. Hit this last video. I want to show you Canada. You won't see this on the news either. 30 below zero. And they're raising hell. They ought to be. So the rest of the world has woken up to this. Don't you think it's time we did... All right. I, Zach asked me a question one day, a good one. Don't rock into your boss and chew him out and jump all over people and, you know, on the mass thing. But it is time for you to wake up and, and educate yourself so you can have an intelligent conversation with somebody. And you need to look at him and go, what do you think really is happening? Did you understand Jesus is coming back? Are you born again? And if you are... Are you on fire for God? Because you really need to be. We need to, have a, we need to be able to have a conversation with people. Because people are hungry and they want to know. It's not a matter of just getting mad at people because they're afraid. Help them with it. See, I'll put on the mask if you'll just get a Bible out and listen. If they won't, just say, oh, I'm going to pray for you because I don't want you to miss heaven and go to hell. I mean, tell them flat out. This is it, guy. This is it. You're, you're living in the very beginning of, of the antichrist system in the world. Now, you need to make up your de- decision right now what you're going to do about it. Now, I've had some talks with people and, you know, I don't, I don't know how to tell you how bold to be or how strong. You just pray about it and do what God says. But don't be a big sissy and stay home. Everybody in America's had COVID by now. Have you figured out that you can't stop it? So come on to church If you're sick don't come But if you are come on back There's nobody in the history of the world That ever quarantined healthy people It's stupid You don't quarantine healthy people You you goofy thing You don't do that If you're sick stay home If you're healthy come to church If you get sick we'll pray for you I'd rather get sick in the will of God Than to stay home out of it How are you going to get into fear And fight the fight of faith Thank you Okay, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. How many of you would say this was at least informative? I don't want to say enjoyable. I don't know how enjoyable it was. Um, There's a lot of things I want to start doing. When Mark leaves, we're going to start talking a lot more about the Holy Spirit. Because he, he is the one that made Jesus powerful. And we can't just have a half loosey-goosey relationship with the Holy Ghost. You need it. Okay, next thing is you need to learn how to pray. And if you don't have a good prayer life, then I'm going to spend some time on Sunday morning, Wednesday night, we're going to talk about how to pray. You can't learn to pray in a book that inspires you to pray. You learn to pray praying. And you're going to have to pray some stuff off your home and off your family. and, And don't sit around like a Baptist and say, God did it to teach me something. Just say, we're not going to have it. Now, that's another subject. I don't have time to get into it. But but I think those are two things that we need to focus in on this year is praying and walking in love. Because if you walk in love, you have fulfilled the law. And uh, we just need to be nice even when other people aren't. And just learn to be nice anyway. All right, y'all ready for me to pray? You ready for me to be quiet? All right. Father God, I opened up the Word of God tonight, and I took a subject that, um, yeah, quite, quite the deal, isn't it? But I, I believe we're in the time, and we do need to talk about this, and I think that we needed to talk about it tonight. And I believe that those on watching online needed to hear this. And there's probably a lot of other people that are going to have to listen to this in the days ahead. But, Father, right now, prepare us. Prepare our hearts. You love us. You care about us. You've, you, the children of Israel, you, you gave them light in their houses when the plagues were going on. You gave them food. The hail didn't hit them. The, 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 all that stuff didn't affect them. I don't believe it's going to affect us. But I I think it's time for us to start walking a lot closer to you than we do. I think it's time for us to pray more than we ever had. And I think it's time for us to get full of God, full of the Holy Ghost, because he leads us and guides us. And I'm asking you to use this sermon tonight as a wake up that it's time to get real serious about the things you're saying and to be conscious when we go out of the church that there's people out there that have no idea what we know. And I believe you want us to reach them. I I believe you want us to reach the greater Apopka area. And I think they're starting to ask questions. And I ask you for an opportunity to minister your word in this city in a big way in Jesus' name. We hope you enjoyed this message by Word of Life Church. We just wanted to let you know there's a lot more content on our website at wolapopka.com. From our YouTube channel, to our podcast, to our SoundCloud, and many more events. We also wanted to let you know that we love giving you these messages. And it helps us, too, that if you would love to give to the what we're doing, it helps keep all these messages free. You can just simply go to our website and click the big Give Now button. Or you can text 407-955-5345. And remember... Our pastor's vision is this, we grow Christians. So we thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.